Get your tickets now for Emma's Footprints 8th Annual Winter Gala happening on Saturday, March 4th at the Ambassador Center. This is a fun night out. Gather your friends, get dressed up, put your dancing shoes on, and come support Emma's Footprints. Tickets are now on sale. Head to our website at www.emmasfootprints.com to grab yours. Doors open at 5 p.m. We hope to see you on March 4th. listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. My name is Julie Gus's mom. I am Tracy Emma's mom. And on the phone we have Miranda. Whose mama are you? Hi. Who's um, you? I am Levi and Luca's mom. Levi and Luca. I love the name Luca. Yes. <laughs> um, and where are you calling in from? Um, Union City. Union PA. City. I thought Miranda was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> this whole time. It's like, oh, is there any snow in Pittsburgh? She's like, um, I'm in Union, Union City. City. Oh, wait. Are you visiting? <laughs> so I could have had you come up to the studio. Yeah. So how did you Oops. How did you get in contact? Uh, did you um, Instagram us, Facebook us? Um, I messaged you on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I need a new well, gu- another guest for December 1st. So she's in. I guess that's where, like, I found you guys, but, like, somebody, like, the hospital recommended me to you guys, Mm -hmm. and I reached out, and you guys helped me with everything, so I decided to come on here and try to help other women or families. Yeah, let's dive in. Yeah. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Did you grow up in Union City? Yeah, I've lived in Union City my whole life. Okay. And, um, are Levi and Luca your, um, first pregnancies? Um, they're my second. Second. So do you have a living child? Um, yes, I do. Um, her name's Indiana and she will be two in April. Oh my gosh. Adorable. You have great names. I know. (laughs) Everyone, like when I named her, everyone was like, really? Indiana? And I'm like, yeah, it just came to me. So I got to stick with it. That's unique. Did something happen in Indiana or it just like the state? Oh, um, nope, she just no, liked it. it just, <laughs> just popped up in my her. head. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay, how was that pregnancy for you? Um, it was very healthy, very um normal, pretty for the most part. No complications or pre- uh, no. preterm birth or anything like that. No, no, and um. What year was that? That was 2021 that I gave birth to her. Okay. And so, what did that you were then ready to have have another baby? Are you wait? Are you um, married? No. Okay. Um, we're tr- we're trying to do that. Okay. Um, but no, um, we're not married. Um, we weren't really trying for the twins. It just kind of like happened. Mm-hmm. That happens sometimes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and then like we we weren't like when I took the test, 
it was like really like bright and I was like oh maybe I'm just like <laughs> farther along than I thought well I go in and well there's two babies oh my gosh were oh. you just like ta- talk to us about that were you like what yeah. do twins run um, in your family like what does that look like well at first like well twins don't run in mine but it runs in his family mm-hmm. and um when they didn't actually, when I went in for the sonogram, they didn't tell me I had two babies. Um, I kind of like when they put in how many babies there are. She put in two, and then I looked on there. <laughs> oh, whoops! Like, oh, did you and, need, need to delete that and put one? <laughs> Do you need to communicate yeah, well, with me? <laughs> I looked up and I was like, um, "You put two babies. Yeah. Are there two babies?" She's like, "Yeah, there's two. I'm like, "What? Yeah, what?" <laughs> Oh, wow. That's an interesting way. Okay. <laughs> so what were your symptoms for you to take the pregnancy test? Um, I missed my period. And okay. I didn't actually Boom. realize. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> I didn't realize that I missed my period until, like, me and one of my friends were talking about it. And I was like, wait, yeah. I was supposed to get my period. And you were like, oh, wait, when's the last time I had my period? <laughs> yeah. Let and then write I that down. It. It's foggy. <laughs> And then I noticed, I was like, okay, I missed my period. And then I realized, like, a few weeks, like, before that, I was, like, sick, really sick. And mm-hmm. I was wondering why I was so sick. Putting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she gave me, like, a test, and I took it, and Bingo, boom. bango. <laughs> Two babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when did you find out you were pregnant? Like, time of year? What um, if you can remember. It was this year, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was... Yeah, I had, had it been either the beginning of this year or maybe in... No, yeah, it was the beginning of this year. It was around, like, maybe, I want to say April. Beginning of April. Okay, which we're recording this. Today's December 1st, but this is airing in January. Yeah. So when you say the beginning of this year, really? this is actually yeah. we're still back in the past. So April 2022. You find out you're pregnant. Yeah. Which puts your due date at? That would have put my due date. They put my due date November? as this, oh. no, December 15th. Oh. So that's coming up. But wow. they um, told me that I probably wouldn't make it right. to December 15th. So. Yeah. Um, that was fun to see Julie count on her fingers over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, May, June, she- July, August. <laughs> <laughs> On her beautifully manicured nails. Okay, thank she you. Was counting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you leave that appointment and you're in shock. Do you tell, like, how do you tell others that you are pregnant with twins? Um. Well, at the time it was my grandma and papa who took me there. And I just got in the car and I was like, okay, um, I have something to tell you guys. Right. And instead of like coming They're out. Like, we know you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Instead of coming out to tell them, I just handed them the sonogram. Smart. And my was like, <laughs> no words needed. <laughs> my grandma's like, what? There's no way there's two babies. And I'm right. like, well, that's what it shows. You're like, so what happened was, I didn't think so either. And then she put the number she two. two. <laughs> yeah. Right. And now it's official. Yeah. And then after that, I kind of just, like, I messaged my brother because me and my brother are really close. And I messaged him and told him. And he's like, oh, my gosh. 
what in the world? And yeah. <laughs> I told my mom. And that's how everyone started finding out. I had to tell my grandma and papa first because those reactions would have been a lot worse than, you know, because they're old school. So they wouldn't have been, they would have been supportive, but their reactions would have been like, whoa. Yeah. Just, just a lot. They, yeah. yeah. That's overwhelming news. Yeah, it is in general. It was Mm -hmm. a lot for them to take in because at the time um i didn't have my own place um i do now but at the time i didn't have my own place so i did stay with my grandma and papa Mm -hmm. with my one-year-old so having yeah expecting like three babies in a household with four people that (laughs) yeah it's just a lot it's just a lot yeah Yeah, for sure so how many weeks were you at that appointment i was I believe six weeks okay. and five days. Okay. Yeah. And so what did it look like after that? They set you up for appointments, go forward. How were you feeling? Um, I had appointments like almost every two weeks, maybe one. Okay. Um, Is that just because of the multiple pregnancy? All that and because they had a, they figured out that um, I had – what is that type of pregnancy with twins? Um, there's die die where like there's no complications at all, and then there's um, mono mono die where there's there could be like you know one baby tries to steal the blood from the other and yeah, you could get like that. taps, mm-hmm. and then there's one where you know they don't survive at all, and I was in the middle. So they kind of had to um, keep an eye on that, okay. and they told me they would, like, catch it early and whatnot. Um, so I had appointments, like, every every week, I'm going to guess. Oh, wow. That's, and then... That's hard on your schedule mm, with a one-year-old, too, oh, you know? Yeah, taking her with me and finding someone to watch her, yeah. and... Yeah. It was very chaotic at the time. Yeah. How were you physically also, feeling? Um, I was actually physically feeling all right. Okay. Um, I was actually like excited, you know. I didn't have, I didn't throw up much after the first, you know, week before I found out. Um. Overall, I was, I was just feeling fine. Yeah. Like I, it felt like a normal pregnancy. It didn't feel like I was carrying two babies. <laughs> well, that's good. Did you start uh, to get... show like sooner? Oh, or yeah. yeah. Popped. Pop. Yep. <laughs> at like 15, at fifteen weeks, I was like, boom. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> hey, sometimes you just wake up and you're like, What? Where did how did that happen overnight? Where's the time lapse <laughs> right. for that? Right. <laughs> That's literally how it was. Like one day I was like so small and then the next I was like so big and I was like yeah I was like what in the world (laughs) so what did your doctor's appointments look like I mean I I hear you say that you were going out one like once a week was that pretty consistent till Um, or did that kind of fade off or no it was pretty consistent um unless like my grandma or my papa had an appointment themselves because my papa has a lot of health issues so I always put his stuff before mine Aww. um but 
overall the appointments like yeah, I would just get sonograms and they would look at the blood the blood flow of each of them and whatnot and that was basically about it they took my blood a few times because I did the genetic testing mm-hmm. and maybe around like I think it was like maybe around like 18 weeks um I got the results back from that and it said that I had they detected one boy and I was like okay well I could have a girl and a boy or two boys right that's that's crazy and then like I think the week after that I got the results I went in and they did the um looked for the genders and they found two boys yeah (laughs) and after that everything just kind of went downhill like from there um i had to go again for the last time um to just check everything out because i wanted to make sure that you know it i didn't have tabs they thought i had tabs but that's not what i had um but we went in and they saw that there was not he the baby levi wasn't getting enough um nutrients Mm -hmm. so when so luca was taking more than levi was and he was a lot more smaller um and so they told me they stopped the appointments at OBGYN and they want they referred me to go down to Pittsburgh Mm. um to see Dr. Emery at McGee's Woman Hospital and how did you feel about that oh I was scared yeah I you know because I heard they told me that with taps you know they go in with a laser and you know it's fixable Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I was scared, but I was like, okay, this is going to be a good outcome. Right. You had a game plan. Yeah, I had a game plan. Everything was going to be all right. You know, I I prayed the whole time going down there, and I prayed being there, too. Um, but we went, we got to Pittsburgh. I think it was around, I'm going to say July 26th, and... Um, We saw Dr. Emery, and he did the same thing. He did an ultrasound, and he saw that, you know, Levi was pretty small, but he also found out that I didn't have taps, but um, Levi's umbilical cord, like, his blood was reversed, and it wasn't fixable. (laughs) Um, So he had sat me down in one of their... Was Levi baby A or baby B? How do they determine? Baby B. Okay. Luca was baby A. Um, hey, we're going to take a quick break before we dive into okay. this. So we'll be right back with more of Miranda's story. Emma's Footprints has paid over $140,000 in our mission expenses this year. Being able to take away the financial stress during a very difficult time for a family is only part of what we do. If our mission tugs at your heart, we encourage you to make a donation that will allow us to continue to serve families that have experienced a pregnancy or infant loss. Head to our website at www.emmasfootprints.com and look for the donate tab at the top of the page. As always, thank you for your support and for allowing Emma's to say yes to families grieving pregnancy and infant loss. 
Okay, we're back. So you went down to Pittsburgh. Um, is that yeah. is that doctor? Is he an MFM? What or like a specialist? Um, he's a specialist okay. that does fetal, like fetal um stuff down okay. there. And I just say stuff because I don't really know. Yeah. He just does things with babies. What if he specializes? Like, if there's like a a doctor that just does twin pregnancies, or, right? You know. I know he owns his own medical group down there okay. at the Mickey's Woman Hospital. So what kind of um, tests did they have you do when you got there to that appointment? Um, They just, you know, asked me a bunch of questions. He asked me how long um, he was small for, and I was like, you know, 12 weeks. That's when I know, that's when I had noticed, you know, Levi was smaller than Luca. You know, I knew there was something going on there. And um, he's like, okay, so this has been going on for quite some time. Yeah, so remind and me, how many weeks were you when this appointment happened in Pittsburgh? I was probably, like, 19. Okay. And um, he did, all he did was do an ultrasound, a very long ultrasound, like, to get every single detail there was. Um, and, you know, he was like, just so you know, you don't have taps, because that's what the OBGYN and Erie thought I had. Okay. Um, he he told me I had what it was, but I don't I don't know the name of it you at just, all. The, was it more than the blood flow going the opposite direction? Or was um, that? Um, no, it was still, well, I guess, yeah, it was, because he told me that, you know, either way, Levi wouldn't survive. Aww. Um, he said, he said I had some type of condition that occurs in the pregnancy I have and that, um, there's like one, two, and three, like one can, is okay. Two is, uh, and three is the worst. And I was number three. Oh no. And he sat us down, you know, after looking at everything and whatnot. And he said, he gave me three options. And, you know, I thought at the time I was like, okay, maybe the options won't be so bad. Um, well, he sat me down and he was like, well, option one is terminate the whole pregnancy. And I was like, that's not an option. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. Next and, option. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it was. I was like, let's go to the next <laughs> one. Um, and he said, number two, um, I could try to save um Luca and let Levi go um he he did something with his cord I think he might have snipped his cord or some Levi's cord or something like that I'm not I'm not too positive um that day is like kind of like a blur yeah, yeah absolutely um because I chose the second one um because Luca had a 97 percent chance of surviving oh wow um, which I thought that was pretty good out of yeah. 100. Yeah. Um, and then the third the third option was, you know, let nature take its course and both of them would stroke out. Uh, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting mm-hmm. you to say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want that to happen. I mean, like, I have a really big faith in God. And I know he probably, you know, he maybe wouldn't have let it happen. But with hearing that, I was like, no. I can't, you know, they would suffer oh, really bad, stroking out. Yeah. So I chose um, option two, try to save Luca. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, maybe that was, that had to have been the best option. Yeah. 
And so he was like, did okay, you even, well. Did you know what questions to ask? I'm just thinking, like, you're sitting in this room and yeah. you're presented with these three options. Which you didn't think you were going in for. You thought you were going in for tabs. Right. <laughs> like you, um, right? I mean, we didn't. We didn't know the blood flow issue at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so this wasn't even on your mind to even enter into these (laughs) conversations, let alone have these options and like any of those options. It shocked me. I cried a lot in the room. Yeah. Because I didn't really know, like, I was like, remind me who you were with? Who went down with you? I was with my mom and my grandma. Okay. And my brother had came with too, but there was only allowed two people back with me. Um, so... He had to wait somewhere. I think right. it was in the waiting room or whatnot. And um, did, the, did, did the doctor need a decision immediately? Um, They wanted one, but they told me I could go back home and decide from there. But they needed to know by Monday. Right. Um, So this was like over the weekend. This was like maybe, I'm going to say Friday. And then like... I waited till I waited till like Sunday night to call them with my decision because I just didn't I didn't yeah. know what to do. Yeah, yeah you needed time, and that was not a um, lot of time. No, that I wish I had had more time to yeah. decide. Um, but I decided and I called. I called his um assistant, office assistant, or whatever she is, <laughs> and um, you know, I told her, and she's like, "Okay, we'll get you in." for monday in the morning because it it had to be done during like through a surgery mm-hmm. and i was like okay and you, you had know, to go back down so... to pittsburgh for it yep okay um i was like okay let's you know let's get scheduled and this is gonna i had the same mindset as as i was coming down you know i was like all right this is gonna be okay you know i was like maybe i'll have at least i have one baby you know and he'll be in God's hands right. in a safe safer place um so I had went down we got ready around 4 35 we left and we got down there by 7 because they wanted me there by like 7 30 mm-hmm. 8 o'clock and we got down there and I clock you know I walked in and I went into the floor I was supposed to and I signed myself in and I waited, and then they called me back to the um, room where you get ready for a surgery. Yeah. And they were preparing me, and they took some blood, and they took some urine. And I got the gown on, and my mom was back there with me, but she couldn't go in the operating room with me, which was pretty scary. I don't remember yeah. half of it. Um, but so maybe like... 20 minutes after getting ready, Dr. Emery came in and he told me everything that was going to happen. He's like, you know, we're going to get you on some medicine that will, you know, you won't feel anything when I go into your stomach and blah, blah, blah. He explained what he did with the cord, but like I said, that was just a blur. Yeah. Um, so he went out and he got his anesthesia team and they came in and they got the IV in, and then they took me out to the operating room. And, you know, they put me on a lot of drugs. Mm. <laughs> and so I don't remember. I was supposed to stay awake, but I'm pretty sure I, like, I had to have either fallen asleep or blacked out mm. because there's no 
I don't remember anything other than talking to a lady above me when I was laying down on the table, telling her about my dog. Oh. And then it goes dark. And, yeah, and then it just went dark, and they were like, okay, you're done. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but everything... How do they, you know, doing surgery on a pregnant woman is always kind of mind-boggling for me. Mm-hmm. Like they can't, uh, well, I, they did it, like, up near my like maybe like three or four inches above my belly button they like went in he went in like with a tube thing I'm gonna guess or a needle or something because they were showing like they were like they had an ultrasound screen too so that they could see where they were doing everything right. yep. but it seems so complicated I don't know yeah. how Very someone specialized. Could... with two two babies how mm-hmm. can you you know mm-hmm but um, I went out and I had to stay there for like maybe two hours so that everything could wear off and they could like, you know, make sure I was feeling okay and doing okay before they send me home. Um, I didn't have to stay in the hospital. Um, I feel like now I should have stayed um, just because of, you know, what happened with Luca. Yeah. Um, but... You know, they told me afterwards, they were like, you know, this is very successful surgery. I've done it on a lot of women. It's always successful because I guess whatever they did with Levi, um, it would turn into a single pregnancy mm-hmm. instead of like a twin pregnancy. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, he has 97% chance of living. That's pretty awesome to me. Yeah. Um, and after I recovered, she came in, asked me how I felt. She checked his, I am asked her to check his heart, Luca's heartbeat one last time, um, just so I had that, you know. Reassurance. Um, yeah. Yeah, reassurance that everything was yeah. going to be okay. Right. And so um, we headed home, you know, I got dressed, headed home. Um, his heart, Luca's heartbeat was, I think it was 158. And that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so we got ready to go home, and I was like, you know, I'm hungry. So we stopped, got our food and whatnot, because they told me I wasn't allowed eating. And I, had, I hadn't I had of eight, maybe eight hours. Right, before surgery. So I was like, say, yeah, I was like pretty that. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so we stopped getting food, and then we went home. And everything was fine at home, you know. I tried to relax the most I could, but with mm-hmm. a one-year-old. Yeah, it's pretty you know, hard to do. They keep you on your feet. Yep. Yes, they do. Um, I didn't have much pain either. Um, Everything seemed normal, you know, just like normal. Like, I didn't have feel sickness or nothing. Um, no bleeding, nothing like that. Um, Well, like two days go by and I didn't even notice and like I figured that maybe Luca wasn't moving because um the surgery you know it was hard on me so maybe it's harder on him yeah it makes sense so um I was like okay maybe that's not why it's moving but like two days go by after the surgery and I noticed I was like um he's not moving at all you know I try that thing on your belly to get him to move he didn't move um, so I contacted my mom and I'm like, mom, you know, 
He's not moving. I don't think he's moved for two days. Aww. And so I was like, okay, this is cannot be happening. So she took me to St. Vincent's. And my grandma was there and my mom was there. And Dr. S- What's her name? Sprout, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, She's the one who came in, you know, did everything. And she talked to me before she did everything. She's like, you know, with having the surgery, I don't know what the outcome would be of this. And I was like, I know, I know. Let's just get this done and over with. Mm-hmm. And she ended up getting an a little, it's like a, like a on the go ultrasound mm-hmm. picture thing <laughs> and she did it on the belly and she saw that you know where the heart was it wasn't beating Aww. and I started like I started crying and she, and she shut it down and she sat on the bed she's like you know I've I know I've been in this field for like 14 years but maybe I could be wrong maybe there's a heartbeat and he's just laying on the wrong side or what not? So she called her um, the ultrasound team to come up, and they came up and they they checked for a good like ten minutes, and there was nothing. Mm-hmm. And they gave me the option to either go home or give birth that day, and I stayed. I went home because I just I didn't want to I didn't want to do it, but I knew I had to give birth to them. But that wasn't the plan, you know. The plan was, you know, give birth to both of them. Healthy babies. Yeah. Nobody prepares you for that. Right. No, everything just went downhill after that. After they referred me to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. It was... The birth was very traumatizing. (laughs) Like, the woman, when I gave birth, the woman thought she lost a piece of my placenta and started digging around in me and I'm like did no go (laughs) it was very painful yeah it was very traumatic so what day were they born they were born August 4th August 4th yeah and you delivered vaginally yes I did okay which which boy came out first um both of them actually okay like they both like just popped out because <laughs> you were almost 20 weeks right because i was or, what how, how far, how far along, along were you? you i was 20 weeks yeah and i was 20 weeks and four days i believe okay. uh, so they're 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 still little yeah yeah they were so tiny they didn't even have a pound on them Aww. But Luca was bigger than Levi, you said. Yeah, you could tell. And they looked like babies. They just didn't have, you know, they weren't fully developed was all. Smaller. Yeah. So what did that look like, making memories with them in the hospital? Um, I, for me, it was very heartbreaking because I knew I had to let them go to the funeral home. Mm -hmm. Um... And I was able to stay till like Saturday, but I had to get home to my daughter, mm-hmm. so I could only stay for two days. Um, but I cherish the memories every day with them. And like, 
I still consider that they're here with me because, you know, they're, they're with me, like, on my necklaces and, you know, their, their yarns and, but cherishing those moments, like, really helped. I think the worst part of it all was, like, um, being so understanding but so misunderstood mm-hmm. um, because everyone was, like, I was understanding everyone, you know, and their pain with it because my family was excited and whatnot and I understood their pain but it felt like you know they didn't understand where I was coming from yeah um but it was it was difficult very I didn't expect that I would be that person you know what I mean like not that person but just the last mom yeah like the one in four yeah, yeah nobody signs whichever. up for that. Nobody wants to sign no. up for that. Right. Mm-mm. Nope. I, did, I surely did not know I would have to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. So um, you got connected with Emma's. Yeah. Um, the hospital, one of the nurses, I don't remember her name, but mm-hmm. she connected me to you guys. And, you know, because I was worried not only worried about paying for one yeah. yarn, but let alone two. Mm-hmm. And she connected me with you, and I talked to Amanda, I believe. Yep, that I was did. Her name. Mm. Yeah, I talked to her, and Jeez, you guys helped me with everything. I got necklaces with them in it. You know, it helped with everything a lot. And I did do a memorial service for them, but, like, um, I didn't have to pay for it, like, you guys, I don't think I don't think you guys paid for it. Um, I think my church just did it for free. Uh huh. Um, nice. Because of some churches, you do know. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm really close with my pastor too. <laughs> um, I did have the option to bury them, but I, I don't feel comfortable burying a child. No one wants to bury their kid. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And nobody like help. I mean, there's no you don't know what to do in this situation anyway. So right. whatever you decide is just right. almost like a, that's my choice. Right. It's my decision. Yep. I don't have time exactly. to think about this. I have to make a decision, you know? Right. <clears throat> it was, it was definitely a hard decision. I knew I wasn't going to bury them, but I wanted them home with me. That's yeah. my, that was my biggest thought. Like I wanted them home. And it's, it's been four months. Barely. Four yeah, months. it's been a very long four months. Yeah, and we have um, very long. Yeah, like I said before, we're recording this in December. So, yeah. what yeah. have you? What have you learned in this short amount of time? Uh, either about grief or coming into the holidays. You know, we around here we freely shout uh, from the rooftops how hard. Yeah, especially the first holiday is after your loss. And your due date is coming up yeah. too. Yeah. Um, the holidays and due date, that's really, it's going to be really hard on me. Um, I don't know what to expect in the days coming, but, um, I do know it's going to be really difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the one thing I learned throughout, like, the whole thing, not just, like, with the holidays or nothing, like, from the start to the end of the pregnancy, I think, um, what I learned was not to take anything for granted Mm -hmm. I mean I didn't take them for granted but I do regret like not 
talking to them while they were in the room and alive um, because I didn't. You know, I just treated it like a normal pregnancy, and I should have never done that. Yeah. Um, so I learned to not take anything for granted. Um, I, I know now that my biggest fear is um, losing my daughter. That's definitely... Uh-huh. That's definitely my biggest fear. I don't think I'll, I don't want to say that, but I don't, I know nothing will happen to her, but that's, you know what I mean? That's my biggest fear of it all is losing her too. Yeah, for sure. Because you can lose, you can lose a child at any age, like mm-hmm. 7, 11. I guess it doesn't matter what age they are. You can still. Yeah. There's no guarantees. Her. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we kind of stay around here, you know, until you, like your your innocence bubble is kind of popped. Yeah, it's done. When, you, when something, when you become a lost mom. Yeah. And then yeah. you're just kind of hyper vigilant on, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't think that was going to happen. Right. You didn't plan for that. You didn't expect that. And now you're like, what else could happen that I, right. you know, am not even aware of? I don't, I don't try to think of losing her, but like ever since then, my mind goes into like this thing where like I think the worst outcomes of everything yeah. and saturday she was diagnosed with pneumonia oh um so she's not getting any better Aww. and that kind of like worries my head a bit i get into like yeah like i'm getting help for it because i know it's not okay to think this stuff but sometimes when i go to bed you know i'll have her like humidifier on her night light on and my brain will just go into the worst possible scenarios that will happen. Because I close her door when she sleeps and, you know, I lay down and there goes the worst scenarios scenarios ever. And then I'll just wake up every, like, five minutes checking up on her. Wasting, um, you know, time for sleeping. I, w- I mean, I just want to validate your feelings. I think that it's, it's I don't want to call it normal, but it's a piece of normal after you lose a baby mm-hmm. um, to kind of, I don't want to say reflect it back on your living children, but it's almost like you do plan or foresee something bad happening because it's already happened to you. Right. So I don't want you to feel like you're, you're crazy when you sit in that for a minute. Cause I, I have I, 100% had crazy. those thoughts. Yeah. You know, you yeah. think, well, today could be the last day I see my, my child breathing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of a, it's unfair, and what Tracy just said about it, you know, or it being popped of just, it's ripped away from you of just bubble. being, yeah. yeah, a normal, it does make quote me unquote, feel normal. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's hard. It's weird. It's like, you know, validating it. Yeah. Um, but, but also, like, there's tools you can right. learn in those moments, right? You can't stay there all the time it, like it will consume you more right. and more you know until you're right. being aware that you're having those thoughts right. and then what are you going to do to help yourself with right. those thoughts right, right. <clears throat> yeah I'm I'm getting help you know with great my grieving and whatnot um have you reached out to Pam but, I believe I did okay oh, good <clears throat> I believe I did um we'll follow up with you on that too and Pam she needs to follow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do know that, like after the loss, um, I do have very bad memory. Mm-hmm. It feels like sometimes that I still have the pregnancy brain. Mm. Um, which so you should that, still be pregnant right now, so that makes yeah. sense. 
Yeah, it it kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> um, Give yourself wor- some grace the- there, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst part of it was we weren't trying again, but we had lost a baby last month. Oh. And I think that's another worst part of it. Oh, um, so it doesn't, I know, it doesn't kind of like help mm. anything no, either. That's another layer. Yeah. And with me, like, you know, I have severe depression. So, like, that doesn't, some days are really hard to get out of bed. Absolutely. Especially oh, I give you another big hug. I know. Like, more, more hugs. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry so that happened. It's been a ride. Mm, yeah, it has. Well, it's I'm been so a very... glad you reached out in a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know if I should have came on because it was so short of a time. But I feel like, you know, sharing what I've been through will help other families. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm sure they can relate. Yeah. But. I'm you're hoping very brave. you'll help them. Yeah, you're very brave. We we all we were all at month four, you know, yeah. or one month yeah. out, and to give a voice to that, you know, you're on your journey. It will look different a year from now. It'll look different five years from now, but I think it's important to tell that story. Um, yeah, in, in those first I moments. I hope uh, I help a lot of people. I expect you know just even to. Just listen, even if you don't understand, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, maybe if they are trying, you know, they'll think, okay, this is what we can expect. Let's just, you know, look for what we can do if we do expect these things to happen. Like, just try to, like, help others. Yeah. I think that's the most I can do right now is help other people. (laughs) That's a big thing. And... You know, I would kind of push that and say yourself is number one. Yeah. Right. Challenge you and make sure that you're taking, you're care, taking of care of yourself. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And my daughter. Yep. yep. And her. Yeah. But if you're not taking care of yourself, it's yeah. right. You it's can't a ripple pour from effect. Empty bucket. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so you're going to, you might have to learn how to do that. And maybe even if you knew how to do that before, it looks different now. Right. Right. So you have to kind of oh, relearn what that looks like. It's definitely way different. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm so thankful you reached out. Thank you for sharing Levi and Luca. Did you name uh, your other baby? Um, No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't think of a name. Well, you know. you. I just call them my angel babies. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I love that. Well, um. Yeah, again, thanks for calling in. and Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, we will continue to check in with you. You know, Hopefully we see you at support groups or the walks. Um, you only live in Union City, so it's not Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, continue to follow you and support you on your grief journey. That's really an honor for us. And so we, that you. means, you know, a lot to us that you let us in on that journey. Um, and so, yeah, I know there's it listeners means- that are going to walk away with some knowledge Eating, and, yeah. um, you know, it means a lot to have me on here too oh, well it's our honor and pleasure 
So thanks for calling in and thanks listeners for tuning in. Stay tuned next week for another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. Thank you.